We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel, all over social media, or our morning newsletter, KCSN Daily, dedicated to your Kansas City Chiefs. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Okay, welcome once again to Beyond the Game. I am Kendall Gammon, 15-year NFL veteran in the NFL, joined as always by my good friend and the OG of player development, Mr. Lamont Winston. Lamont, uh, as always, love having you come on, uh, what you've done for the NFL, and more precisely, the players, uh, I, I think is crazy. This is a, if, you, if you haven't caught up with us, uh, and this is your first show, this is where we talk about the game uh, outside the lines when the when the game co- clock stops running, but the life clock continues, and um, you know just basically to talk about things outside the game and 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 what happens. And you know today, Lamont, uh, we've got a, a great show. We're going to have Ashley Goodman, the director of player development at the University of Kansas, on a good friend of yours. And really, uh, when you look at her bio, she's just amazing. And we'll get into that in a little bit uh, more later. But first off, how you doing, man? Kendall, I am fantastic uh, here in North Florida. Uh, I do want to say to our listeners uh, that uh, thank you for for really supporting us. I mean, it's been really fun, Kendall, to just really talk about the game behind the game, right? And so enlightening our our listeners as to, you know, as as what they read on the internet or see on TV, uh, uh, there's also things happening real time. You know, and, and the players' experiences. And we started with the rookies, and now we're into the vets. And so I'm excited about today's show for a couple of reasons. One is our guest, Ashley Goodman. Uh, she is uh, really knocking down walls uh, in, yeah. in in pro sports, uh, uh, particularly football. But but also, I'm eager to talk a little bit about the NFL. It's quiet now. So for everybody, what do they do? Well, it's a lot yeah. going on right now. <laughs> you may not see, but it's a lot going on. Yeah, no, you're you're exactly right, and it, it may seem quiet, but the OTAs, OTAs are going on. The final mini camp will, will come soon, and then the guys will have a month off uh, before they go to training camp. And and you know better than I, but I have a clue also. I mean, sometimes idle times uh, the, the work of the devil. And I mean, when these guys, myself included, when you all of a sudden don't have a schedule like you had every single day. 
that can be hard to deal with. And, and not just for NFL players, with anybody, I, I think. So, uh, you know, that's something we talk about because while you don't find, you, you don't hear about a lot going on, um, there is a lot. There's never an idle day really in the NFL. Well, you're right, Kendall. And, and, and so for our listeners, just to put in some context, so the NFL uh, and the NFL Security Department, they track all player incidences that happen. Uh, and there's solid research that shows that there's a spike, right, that happens in, in things that go on with players off the field between yeah. the short time between the end of minicamp and the start of training camp. So you're talking about, you know, just about four weeks where you'll begin to start hearing, seeing things that are happening. Now, we say that, and then so what is happening? So what's been happening is they've had the draft, they've had free agency, they've had mid, uh, mini OTAs, uh, the fate, various phases. Now the veteran guys are getting, they, they got cut loose. They're gone. They have a routine as you well know. Yeah. Okay. If you don't have, now you're inserted back into your circumstances, whatever yeah. they were, when you unplugged yourself to go to, to your team and, and you'll be, you'll be working with those trying to, you know, face those and deal with them. The rookies, this is the interesting part because all the training that they've had, now they're going to get a chance to put it to work because they haven't been home since April, right? right? And they're going home with contracts, which means I can't say I don't have a contract. No, I don't have any money because you got some money, right? right? And so you're going to get pulled all these different ways. Uh, and, and that's a challenge because, you know, the, the objective is, is to try to get, you know, have some fun, be with your people, get a break. But however, you know, stay clean, so to speak. Like, don't, don't get pulled into something. And, and I will just right. share this real quick. We've actually told, uh, visit with our players and said, hey, give us names of all your friends you think you're going to be with. Let's do a background check to make sure you don't have any warrants out for their arrest. Because if you are driving with them and you get yeah. pulled over, if they get pulled over, they're going to, there mm -hmm. you are, right? And yeah. you're in the paper. So there's a lot of things that these young guys are going, going through for the first time. They don't know this part yet. They, right. And they it's, don't know. You know, it's amazing. I will say my 15 years, uh, I managed never to get in trouble in that time between the end of minicamp and 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 uh, the start of training camp. But I never for me, I could never understand it. And also, quite honestly, coaches were trying to replace me every damn year at Lamont. And I didn't really care for that. So I was trying yeah, to train your mantra since I've known you. It has been. But, you know, it's funny. And you'll you'll get a kick out of this. Um, so this time of year. Even when it's hot and here in Kansas lately, we've been having these hundred degree days and it's humid and everything. My body still has the urge to go out and train in this type of weather. And so like last week I got home um, from seeing my son out in Akron, Ohio, where he's on the strength and conditioning sta staff. I drove that morning and I got home hundred degrees and, and I went out and I ran hundreds and did some stuff. And, you know, I was kind of proud of myself because I'm, I'm 53. I can never run. And so it was more of a jog, even though I tried to run. Now, promptly, I ran today and pulled my 53-year-old hamstring. So <laughs> I do need to let it go a little bit uh, and understand that uh, uh, father time is winning. But but that what I'm getting at is, you know, this is a time that, except for your stars who just know they're on the team, I mean, and, and generally they're stars because they work hard, so they don't have much of a problem. But everybody else, I mean, you got to stay in shape because you get to camp the first day. Um, you know, I mean, they have the acclimation period for three days where you're on helmets and nothing else. 
but you run that test. If you don't run the pass that test, uh, then you continue to run it until you do pass that test. And I, it, it, it never, it, it never clicked to me how people could, could not train for that in every uh, sense of the word. Well, you know, if this thing, so we, you know, for the, the, the veterans, as you well know, you, they, they know kind of what they really have to do from a, a, a conditioning standpoint, kind of where they need to be. I think that what we do with the rookies though, you know, they, they've been educated on this part, like, you know, put the, don't get so far off of your routine. If you've been getting up at, you know, seven o'clock, yeah, get up at seven o'clock, right? yeah. Um, um, run, get get into your iPad, get get into your your playbook, simulate a meeting, right? Get on a Zoom call now with some with some guys in your position group, right, and have that meeting, right, and then you know have them. So we've been we we've, we've talked to rookies, and all those directors have done a phenomenal job with you know break your day up so you don't have this long period of uh availability yeah. if you will right and then you know when the when the evening comes five o'clock wherever you get ready to shut it down okay now if you want to go out with a couple of buddies or you know a couple of ladies whatever you can go do that but your routine of working out mentally training yourself that right that kind of stays right um and, yeah. and you gotta be disciplined about it because if not as you well know a fifth a fourth a Kendall at year 12 doesn't make the running test. Okay. They're going to give them a hard time. The veterans going to give right. you a hard time. But guess what? You're on the team. A well, young yeah. that doesn't pass it a couple times. It's going to be a different experience. Right. Right. And to your point, he might be putting himself in harm's way before he even gets started. Right. And so, yeah. um, it, it, you, you you know it, it's important that these young guys stay engaged, but it's it's, it's a little tougher now. Like I said, when they go, they're going back home. Yeah, they're going back to uh, relationship issues. They're whatever they had going on there. It, it could be something wonderful. It could be the birth of a child getting ready to happen. But then again, that's pressure responsibility, right? And so life is not going to make too many adjustments because you're getting ready for training camp, right? No, you're just not going work that way right well so, you're exactly right and that's where you came in trying to talk to them about that beforehand and they even after they came in and dealing with what's going on and now uh that being said we're going to talk with somebody who's dealing with this at the younger la uh, uh level here I, I told you earlier ashley goodman director of player development at university of kansas uh, she's going to come in she's going to talk with us today and as you said she's breaking barriers we're going to take a moment a pause uh, to pay some bills, uh, hear from some of our great sponsors here on Beyond the Game. And then after that, we'll be right back. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. All right, we are back. I'm Kendall Gammon. He is Lamont Winston, and she is Miss Ashley Goodman, Director of Player Development, University of Kansas. Uh, Ashley, first and foremost, uh, thank you for taking time today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Ashley, how are you doing there in Wave the Wheatland? <laughs> Staying busy, running around, uh, all of the above, um, but but loving it. Okay. Well, Ashley and I, um, you know, we've known each other for several years now. Um, and uh, if you, if you folks, uh, uh, male or female, you want to know about perseverance, you want to know about determination to get in, it's Ashley Goodman, okay? Because she uh, has been knocking on the door a long time. Uh, she's prepared herself. There's been tons of preparation or experience uh, just trying to get in, but but she has been, she's highly uh, successful. She's done it. Um, and so there's a lot to learn. We're excited about, you know, Ashley, you sharing your walk experiences of, of getting in and also, you know, um, uh, giving folks who want to be in this space, a real life view of what they really, what they think, you know, I've talked about it, what they think they want to get into. Right? Yeah. Right. So. No, to, to that point, I think, you know, for me, going into my 14th year, it's crazy. I feel like now the the old person, um, now giving the the tips to uh, younger individuals, and especially you know, yes, I work with a lot of men. I work I work heavily, heavily every day with men, but you know, it, I still try to to give back uh, to to young females that reach out to me who want to get into this space and and want to hear you know, how I did it. And I will always be 100. I am straightforward type of person. Uh, that's how I, you know, as an athlete, as a, as an individual, I like to just have the information. Don't give me some BS. I just want to hear real facts. And, and really what I, I let them know is, yeah, this is going to be a challenge. I'm not going to say this is going to be an easy road, but this is where, you know, if your why why you are wanting to get into this is really that strong. Um, then yeah, on the, on your worst days, you're going to have um, your why in your mind. And that's the reason why you're going to get up and you're going to keep on pushing, even though, you know, it's a struggle, you hear no's, um, whatever. It, it's one of those things that, and that's how, what I do for, for my, for, for players, you know, I, I make sure that they understand their why. There's going to be a lot, especially at this at this level. You know, a lot of them do not want to go to class. They don't want to go to tutoring. But I say, the minute that you sign this contract, you're signing up for it all. You're signing it up for the things that you do love, for the things that you don't love. Um, but it's all a part of it uh, to to be a pro. And I say, you don't you don't you don't become a pro once you sign an NFL contract. You got to prepare 
for that. You got to prepare every single day as though you're going to be a pro in the AT room. You're going to be a pro in the classroom. You're going to be a pro in the community. You're going to be a pro on the, on the field. And that's a lot for an 18 year old. We're asking for a lot in, in, in that regards, but um, it's, it's all about preparation for these guys. You know, I, I hear you talking about mindset a little bit in this as well. I'm curious, what is your mindset? What was it when you were with Green Bay? What was is it now with, the, with your when you're at KU? And, and just how do you push over? I feel like you're trying to create a certain mindset within the athlete themselves. Also, is that correct? Absolutely. And I'm, you know, I think for for me, um, I'm I'm taking what I wish I knew. You know, we always say. Yeah. I, I wish I knew as much as I do at 37 as I, you know, as when I was 18. Um, but it's, it's really about educating them that it's not only about the weight room. It's not only about being physically ready to be, uh, to, to go out there and perform. You have, you have so much other aspects and you guys were talking about this. The stuff that that we are dealing with off the field is going to be as as important. It's going to be as key for you to um, reach your full potential um, when you have the ability to overcome. And you know, my background is actually in strength and conditioning, so I was a strength coach for 13 years before I even entered into player development. But really, what I found as as a strength coach you know, 10, 12 years ago, there was no, there was no me. I've never had a female, you know, mentor. I've never had a female boss. I've never had really any element. And so, yeah, there was, a, there was a lot that I had to learn the hard way, but now I'm able to, you know, teach young individuals what they don't necessarily get from a textbook. I can tell you, you know, everything about exercise science from a textbook, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, what is in this business, you know, the business of sports that is not taught. And, and so I think those are key elements, not only for people who want to enter the space, uh, working wise, but for our players, they have to understand it's more than X's and O's. We, this is a holistic picture and our mind is going to be, um, very key in that component. So, Ash, so let's run this back. So, okay, so we, we you you mentioned, you know, the 13 years in strength and conditioning. So at some point, you know, you wanted to be, you an athlete, you wanted to be strength and conditioning. And so I'm getting to at what point did you say, I want to be, I want to be in player development? Because when you're a strength and conditioning coach, you, that staff, correct me if I'm wrong, you two, that that staff is going to have more interaction with all the players than yeah. with all the coaches combined, right? And so Correct. you get a chance to see and decide, hmm, do I really want to be on that side of the fence or not? At what point did you say yes, and what was your why to wanting to get into player development? You know, that was that was a struggle. I at 14, I knew I was going to be a coach. You know, that that in my mindset, getting into the weight room, um, luckily I had a very progressive volleyball coach who got me in before I was in high school. You know, I was I was already in training and I knew that was that was my element. Did I ever think I was going to step out of a weight room? No. Like I thought my entire career was going to be in a weight room. 
And then I turned 30 <laughs> and I got, you know, I, I got to a point where it was like, I keep preaching to my, to my players, to, to other individuals that they need to push themselves, get out, get out of their comfort zone, you know, keep pushing the envelope um, on growth. And I wasn't feeling the same satisfaction. I wasn't feeling the same, that same drive, that same, that same reasoning um, at 30, as I did when I was, you know, 22, 23 entering into, into my coaching career. And so it made me start to reflect, maybe I am going to have to get out of my own comfort zone. And that is where, you know, I always, I always, I, this was one of my early learning experiences with, uh, as a strength coach is leading by example, my players, I, I would train with them. I ate the, the same way that I would preach to them. You know, for me, it was all about buy-in and it was, it was about not having just me preach at them and say certain things. Cause I knew they were going to be, uh, looking at what I did, you know, and pinpointing what I was doing. Um, and so I think with my transition, um, it was a struggle. I, I, I had, I hit a low. I, I mean, when I say hit a low, there was anxiety, there was depression transitioning from strength and conditioning into a space of sports. And I knew I was always going to work in sports, but never out of the, out of the weight room. And so I think for, for my ability to look now at the big picture and looking back, it was really about seeing super talented. And I mean, super talented athletes and individuals not reach their full potential as a strength coach. I'm seeing this and that them not reaching what I knew they could um, because of the choices off the field. They're, you know, the elements of relationship, the elements of just, you know, handling the business of being a D one athlete or NFL player. Um, that was the component where a light bulb went off and I said, this is much bigger than just the physical aspect. I can get them to, spot, you know, 350 easily. Okay. That's not now my challenge. Now my challenge for them is to hone in um, as much as we love the weight room and, and, and X's and O's. I need you to love and concentrate on the big picture, the holistic, the mindfulness, the, your sleep habits, your uh, creating healthy relationships. And so when now I talk about um, all of these elements off the field, they're correlating to how you're going to be able to lock in with X's and O's and really continue to, to build um, your foundation. So, so, so Ash, you've, you've worked with volleyball, women's track and women's sports. Why not stay in women's sports? What made you decide and when did it say, I want to do football? Talk to us about that because, because at 30, you know, now I want to be in football. You're not going back to high school football. I mean, you're talking pro football. We met, it was pro football. That was the target, right? Um, Correct. So, so what, why not stay in women's sports? And what made you say, hmm, I'm going to look at this big giant hill, right? Which probably looks like a mountain of getting into the NFL when I could work and do player development and women's sports. What, what, what made you bite that off? I love this sport. 
Like I know I fit into this element. And, and, and for me, I wasn't going to shut down my amb- like my ambition, my drive for, for a sport that I love. Did I play? No. But I can tell you as much passion as I had uh, working, you know, when I first started at, with UCLA football, with Nevada football, with Georgia Tech football, and then having the ability to, to work with our combine and, and NFL guys during the offseason – I loved it. And it was, it was because it challenged me. I'm someone that likes to be challenged. Um, it was a different element. Yeah. I could stay in, in women's sports, um, and, and, and love that too. I love that aspect. But for me, this was a bigger mission. I, I love the component, not only the sport wise, but I do, I do want to challenge, uh, thought processes that, when I was being told no, because I wasn't married or my appearance, or I was too young or whatever it was, it wasn't correlating. I was not getting the answers. No, based on my work. It would be one thing if I was getting no based on like my work and my ability to work in this space, but I wasn't getting that. I knew what I knew and how to connect with people and I wasn't going to, to, to back down just because, um, you know, society or, or the, the environment was really trying to push me, um, to just saying, limit yourself, you know, stay in, in, in your lane, stay in, in your zone. Cause I knew that wasn't right. I knew that I should be here. So, you know, I'm, I'm too stubborn, um, to, to, to back down on that. And I knew that I loved this. There was no, there was no doubting that. And, um, my why is that I'm able to help others, uh, men, women, football, volleyball, it, do, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, these are people, uh, they put on their pants the same way that everyone else does. Um, and at the end of the day, it's it's about connecting. It's about making sure that our players and and uh, our athletes know that we see them. We 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 care about them as people, not only about what they can do uh, for us on on Saturdays. Ashley, I'm curious, and and this is for you also, Lamont. But I'll start with you, Ashley. I mean, I love all that, and having played the game for 15 years. I not only wouldn't have had a problem had I had a, a female counselor of some sort, but I think I might have welcomed it a little bit because there's just testosterone running all over the place. And sometimes, you know, if you're talking to a guy, you think it can only be about football. Have yeah. you seen some some times where, number one, I, I think it helps you and they're able to, to, to maybe uh, open up a little bit more more than than maybe they would have otherwise. And I'm curious with you, Lamont, whether there were times where you're like, you know what, you need to talk to somebody and maybe a, a different voice, a, a different sex makes a little bit difference. will will allow you uh, to be more comfortable in, in, in what you're talking about. I'm curious about that. Go ahead, Ash. Absolutely. Absolutely. I say the, the more, the more that we can present to, to anyone about differences, um, and me just being my mindset, a coach, um, yeah, barriers are going to maybe be a little bit easier for them to feel vulnerable when maybe they have right. a coach that says, suck it up. You know, like, I don't hear right. that. Get back on, like, 
get out there. And so, you know, for, for, for me, I'm, I'm looking at it from the aspect that I want to welcome them, um, with, with being vulnerable. That's hard. I don't care if you're men or women being vulnerable is tough and trusting people is tough, but at the end of the day, being open with them and, 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 and letting them know that, Hey, I'm just here. However you need, however you need me, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I, I, I do believe it's, um, it's more welcoming. Um, I will also say that I have more issues, um, per se with like coaching staff and front office and, and that than I do with players. Players I definitely believe that are completely well, okay. With polka dot black, white, they don't, they don't care. They want to see results. They want to know that ask you a question. Can you give them a legit answer? Can they trust you to get them to where they want to be? That's what they, they care about. It's really about, you know, nothing that I'm, I haven't played the sport. Um, because at the end of the day, I can give them facts. I can help them out to have a better career. And in that regard, if they're, they're welcoming in, you know, they, they want me to be a part of this. You know, you know, I, Kendall, I, I, uh, and I, and I agree with Ash, I, you know, um, having been around this thing for a minute in, in some of the early stages of it, um, um, you know, and, and, and having the first, uh, uh, female assistant in player, uh, development at the time, um, you know, it, it was really kind of, uh, kind of evidence-based, right? So when I was a yeah. football coach, you know, um, you, you, you see it when you're on a college staff, I mean, you, you see it, you go recruit, you go recruit. Most of the times you're going in the home where there's a mom and a grandma, you don't see any dads, right? Then I get to the NFL, I'm a scout. Now I'm out scouting players. And you're doing all the background stuff, and you know what? You know, there's no dad. Very few kind of positive men, but it, it's the it's 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 a grandmother's baby. But the other part, when I was making my case to hire some help, was and I and I'll ask you right now, like you know, in 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 in, in your whole life, like in high school, how many male teachers did you have that weren't coaching? Probably one. Maybe, maybe two. And so in my mind was, you got all these coaches and they're all alphas and everybody's trying to do this. When guys have issues and guys are, they need a different perspective. They need to have the perspective that they've had growing up, whether it was a mom, grandma, girlfriend, it, it was a female perspective that was there by some balance when you have a situation that's kind of gone awry. Right. And so um, to, to better help uh, the Chiefs, your teammates um, um, and the other teams that I've been around, I wanted the female balance. So it was an easier sell. It was easy sell from that perspective to the head coach, general manager, the assistant coaches. Right. It's like, you know what? You can't have it both ways. Right. You want these players to clear their minds and get through things. Okay, namely healthy and unhealthy relationships, right? Because that's the that's the first derailment, right, in this business. Or, you know, you're you're gonna keep them bottled up. And so the players actually, but like I said, they welcomed it because they hey Lamont, how you doing? 
Hey, uh, Anna Lee. Hey, Christian. Hey, uh, Lisa. I mean, it was a, we had conversations mm -hmm. about just things. And so it's, it's invaluable. It's interesting to hear you say that, Kendall. And having played 15 years, like, you know what? That would have been welcoming. Right? Yeah. So, and so that's why you saw the league, you know, with the Chiefs. You know, we had um, uh, our, our clinicians were initially female because that's what I wanted for our guy, right? I didn't want another guy. Nothing wrong with them. They got great experiences, but I didn't need another male voice. Right. We need some balance, right? And I think, Ashley, listeners, if you guys um, are hearing this, watching this, look at this young lady. She has gone through it, and she has uh, – her, her successes are, are there. Uh, but she's committed. Uh, we did some work. She did some work with me with uh, the Winston Group. And this is why, because you know what? She gets it. And at 30 years old, she made a career choice, which is very hard to do for anybody, let alone right. a female that wants to work not in, in the National Football League. And so, uh, Ashley, let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. you worked with the Packers. You've worked UCLA. You've worked Georgia Tech. You've worked FAU, now at KU, are there differences in how these college guys come to work and these pro guys come to work in terms of things that they have going on, not having to do with coaching, but just the developmental part of becoming a man in this business? Absolutely. And I think, you know, and I've said this before, I actually, I actually get more time with players at the pro level than I do at the college level. And, and that's to say college, we are battling not only football, you know, responsibility, we're battling tutoring, we're battling class, we're battling compliance, we're battling so many, you know, there's, there's, Yes, there's red tape. We we have rules in in the NFL just like any other you know pro pro organization. However, compliance we are very you know limited on how much of these hours we can even spend with with our players. So I I, I say that to say this: we we have 18, 19, and twenty year olds. Their brains haven't even fully developed yet. Yeah, still. Yeah growing and learning and i can't assume that they've come from a household that is equipping them to even handle all the responsibility being accountable making sure that not only are you handling what you need to handle on the field but then when you go out into the community you're going to have fun who's going to be watching you know and then with social media those are the aspects where Again, we are asking young individuals to really be pros when they're not equipped to be pros. And so we have to train them on understanding why is accountability so key for us to even think about winning games and being successful. Um, I say that in the sense that the classroom is a struggle, you know, like this. Sometimes, a lot of the times, a lot of these guys did not come here to go to class. You know, their their mindset was, I'm here to go play ball, to hopefully, you know, get to the next. 
And so when you're trying to still, um, still now encourage them and keep them focused on going to class when they don't feel like those are the elements where we can um, continue on teaching them that again, it's about a bigger picture. It's not just about X's and O's. You sign the contract for everything. You sign the contract to 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 uh, handle your business with things that you don't care for. So I think in in this regard, um, you know, I think these are the the times where this player in player engagement, player development is so important right now before they even get into the league for them to understand the big picture and making sure that they're able to manage their relationships correctly. Um, being able to say no when they need to. I mean, I, I have real, I have life skill workshops every Tuesday to hit a, to hit on different mm -hmm. today. We, we had redefining masculinity. What does that mean for us? What are some negative perceptions that football players have, you know, that the media portrays football um, players to have. And so really diving into how we're representing KU, but then how, what are we looking for um, to make you not only successful right now, but successful 20, 30, 40 years down the road. So, 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 so our listeners can get an idea so actually, what what is the what what are the allowable hours that you guys have? Is it still twenty hours a week, or is it? Twenty yes, twenty hours um, is going to be during during season, and then eight then during off off seasons. So so of those eight hours of a week on the off season, mm -hmm. how many hours do you get of that a week for uh, player development workshops? So within our summer schedules, uh, June and July, I have every Tuesday. So I have five sessions um, that I touch upon. Um, I've brought in the NFLPA to discuss um, to discuss money, to discuss you know the business side of football. I've brought in um, an, another another topic was suicide prevention. That was last week's. Today was redefining masculinity. Um, you know uh, when I had. Uh, with within that topic, it was really about not only perception of football, but how can we, um, you know, stop domestic violence? How can we re redefine what masculinity really is in this component? Um, and then we'll we'll bring in financial literacy, um, and we'll continue to to re rebuild all the life skills that it's going to take. To be successful, not only as an athlete, but just as an individual. That's interesting. You don't get that much time, certainly in the off season. Uh, yeah. Do you put things together that they can do on their own to try to, I mean, because I'm, I'm sure some people maybe don't want to do much, and, but I'm guessing there's a lot of guys that, that really want to dig into it and are probably more than willing. Absolutely. And that's, you know, your point, yes, yeah, some are better than others on taking the resources, but I like I tell them, when we give you a contract, don't leave any money on the table. And right. with me saying that, I, I again, for, for, for me as a coach, I have to connect the dots with them to understand why this is important. And I tell them, the minute that you step off campus, the minute that you are no longer a KU student athlete, the resources that we are providing 
are no longer free. You're going to be paying someone to get this information. So instead of just, just saying, oh, this isn't important right now, no. Take what, it, what we are providing because I've been 18, 19, and 20. You've never been 37. Now, you know, responsible for bills, responsible, you know, we're teaching these guys um, about leases, about, you know, apartment shopping, you know, all those components, setting down a deposit. We're trying to uh, let them understand all of these components are essential for you to learn. Take it while it is being provided for you free, you know, and utilize that to, get, again, help you 20, 30, 40 years down the road when it's going to benefit you and your family and potentially your, your kids in the future. So, so actually, so, so you, you had your FAU and, you know, you had the opportunity to do the same things that you're doing now. Then you come to, to KU um, and I wouldn't say not to compare, but to compare like, like, like the receptivity of, you know, the FAU, the guys that grew up in Florida, most of them are in Florida uh, and, and, and at KU, uh, mm -hmm. is, is there a difference in terms of being receptive to, to that kind of taking in that kind of information and learning? Because if these young men, uh, as you well know, want to have a desire to be in the National Football League, they're going to be, this is part of the process, right? Yeah. These educational situations that you're bringing. So is there, is there a difference? Um, and, and the other part of that question is, are, they, are the guys at KU buying in at the same pace as the guys at FAU? So, you know, that's, that's funny that you asked to compare. One of the big components of, of why I decided to take that opportunity at FAU was for the mere fact that we know that South Florida, South Florida kids have a reputation. They tend to be some of the hardest players um, to, to somewhat manage, to make sure that they understand in the sense of how they handle themselves off the field is really going to affect their play on the field. And so that was that was one of my reasonings why I did want to go to FAU uh, is to is is to get those hard those somewhat hardcore individuals that that do need uh, my service and do need my help. The biggest aspect, though, for buy-in is trust, and that is and and I will say, I believe this locker room is able to trust me a little bit easier than FAU because of their upbringings. Mm -hmm. I guess we still have some, we, we have a few South Florida kids currently on our KU staff or on our KU roster. Um, but within FAU, it was, it was really hard to get their trust. But, I, but with that, I did. Um, I was only there for five months, so it was a very short time before KU then had had called me up and said, hey, we would like you to think about this opportunity. So granted, I think if I was at FAU longer than five months, I would have made, I, you know, I would have been making some, uh, some definite progress with them. Um, but I also say at this level, I have a lot more resources to work with. And so within that, I'm able to build a, a bigger program um, and provide more 
um, for this KU for this KU program, as well as the biggest component is head coach. If you do not have a head coach that is not bought in to to me or my position. It's it's going to be very hard and challenging to get the rest of the you know the rest of the guys, the staff, the team to really buy in as well. And and luckily you know Coach Leipold um, is yes this is a, a new role for him. He didn't have me at Buffalo, um, and so he, you know he's learning as well um, what my role consists of. And, and little by little, I'm educating him on how I can help assist building the culture um, and, and building um, these players. But, you know, that's really the key component is really having a head coach want this. And, and if, if a head coach does, they're going to make it, they're going to make it, you know, each week mandatory that I at least get an hour with them. Okay. So you, you beat me to the question because my, my son, uh, Drake Gammon, he was on the strength and conditioning uh, staff as an intern at KU last mm-hmm. year. And he talked about uh, Coach Leipold and, and how structured and disciplined the program is and how consistent he is. And I, I think you're telling me that, that even though he's not had this program before, he, he's all bought in and, and he, he's pushing it in a, in a way that supports you, that you say, quite honestly, uh, you couldn't do if he wasn't doing that right. Correct. And that's why I say, you know, my, my, my role, I don't care if I'm at KU or for anyone else uh, in, 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 in my spot, it really depends on head coach to really value what we're bringing to the table. And, you know, I think what also is helpful is that he's open to ideas. Um, You know, I brought an idea that I had taken and seen with the Packers that, you know, all of our IR guys, all of our injured reserve guys were mandated. They were mandated to, to, to meet with our sports psych each week. Now, right now, there's only a third of NFL teams that have a full-time sports psych on, on staff. Me telling, you know, Coach Leipold and our GM that that's where I'm headed, they bought in. They, they trust me enough to when I suggest something that is, is needed that I'm now able to bring in weekly. Now I, we have two uh, clinical social workers that will, that, that will be in the building. Um, each of them will be in one time a week. And then we have our, our, our KU sports psych that will be in the building um, once a week. And so, you know, I think I'm not going to say that all of my suggestions are going to get green lighted, but they're at least open. They're open enough to, to hear why I'm presenting this. Um, and if I believe wholeheartedly this is this is important, this is what the locker room needs, then yeah, they're they're going to take it in consideration. Ashley, I'm going to ask you to think fast, right? So get ready. So I, I want I, I, because because you know being able to be on with you today and let you and you be able to share that you have a real wealth of of knowledge and information and experience. But if there were speaking to all of the women out there who want to be in, be where you are. Okay. Um, uh, and hopefully, you know, the members of PADS will listen in and you can share this with your group at PADS. But what are the five things you think that women need to do right now to, to get where you are? One is just have your shield on. Shield ready. Be Have a thick skin. 
don't be sensitive to, to hearing the word no. You know, continue on pushing forward. I would say be resistant, be resilient, be passionate about, about your work. I would say also um, active listening. I don't care if you're m- men or women. This position, you are going to need to be an active listener. You're going to have to be able to take in information, process it quick enough because that sometimes we may be dealing with a crisis. You know, I just last Friday, I was dealing with a crisis at 3.30 in the morning. I'm up and I got to go to work. Understand that at any point, you just have to, to roll. You have to adapt with anything that's coming your way. Um, again, I don't, I don't necessarily think this, that those two are just for women. I think that's for everyone. Um, but then I also say for, for women in this space, you're going to maybe not get a fair shot. You're not going to get, you know, equal opportunities. I'm going to be the first one to tell you we don't live in a equal world. Okay. But I don't need 32 people to tell me yes for an opportunity. All you need and all I needed was one yes. Okay. You take that one yes and you run with it and you you prepare for that, for that yes. And then you kill it. You know, each time that I I tell a a young female um, about this is that, yeah, it sucks that it's not only about me, but we got to think about what this is going to do for the next generation. I wasn't ever thinking about when I got into this, you know, 20, 30 years down the road, how, how my work, what I presented was going to affect someone else. And, and we may not get that second chance. We make a mistake. We're not getting that second chance. So just knowing that it's, this is going to be hard. There's going to be double standards for you and just be aware that what the double standards are so you're able to play in 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 your game. You're not going to be playing the same game, but you need to at least know what your rules are versus what, what you see others doing. Um, I also say, you know, and I, I had to, to, to learn this, and, I, and I'll say this, at the Combine, I don't leave my room after 10. Whether or not I'm doing anything incorrect, wrong, or whatnot, it's about perception. It's about, you know, who are you with? How are, um, how others are perceiving you, whether right or wrong. I know that's, that's the fact that I, that I live with. And so the way I dress, the way my demeanor is, you know, I've had to, I think I've had to build, um, I've had to build my credibility a lot longer than, than males had to. I had to really go the extra mile to get the respect that maybe my male counterparts did. Um, and so that, and that's just the reality of that. Do I, you know, do I knock that? No, but I tell young women, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be faced with um, not typical HR, you know, questions at times. You got to run with it. You know, even if you need to call me up and say, hey, how do I handle the situation? Now we're in a position where I didn't have that. I didn't have that 12 years ago. If I was in a situation, I I had to just live with it. I needed to learn the hard way. I needed to find my way out. But now I'm able to at least brace them with, with these could be 
potentially some questions that you're going to get in an interview or just deal with. Um, but if you are, hit me up, let me know what the situation is and let me guide you through through the situation. But for women out there, that's where that's where I'm at. Don't think this is an equal, equal, equal playing field. We just have to, we have to find our niche. We have to take that one yes and run with it and be excellent. Be excellent at what you do. I like it. That uh Lamont, you just you just invented it. We're gonna have the lightning round at the end of every time now. That was nice. And uh well thought out, well constructed. Uh, I actually we know you have some time constraints today, so I uh, just uh, wanted to say thank you so much for coming on today. Did you have any last words before we let you go? No, I think I talked <laughs> talked quite a bit. You were awesome. That's what you're on for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I appreciate this. I love this. I think this is this is helpful for for young for young individuals that are um, thinking about getting into this space. But I also tell young people because I, I I made this mistake um, as a as a young coach. I was this. I was so narrow focused on what I thought. At 14, I thought I was going to retire as a strength coach. And now I tell young people, be open. Be open because what you think you're going to, to want to do and you get into it and you're like, oh, this is definitely not what I was thinking. Be open to taking opportunities because you never know where it's going to lead. And you may find out find out that it's something you know, for you to, to grow from. So I just always say, be open uh, to, even if it's not an opportunity in player development, that what you're thinking you want, take it, get your foot in, learn the space, learn the business uh, and grow that way. Ashley, I'm going to, because I love you so much. So you don't know this, but you just got strengthened today because Kendall Gammon, you're going to be able to use the, the, the far reach of Kendall Gammon and our chief's ambassadors. So you have men that live a strong, probably the strongest in the National Football League, of, of former players that live in where they played. You can draw on Kendall, and he will be able to draw on his ambassadors. So you're – and there's, there's a collection of phenomenal men, okay, phenomenal players, and phenomenal examples for your players there at KU – to kind of to kind of touch with so so this connection with you and Kendall, I, I I hope that I hope that that thing grows and I'm so proud of you. Um, we've had some deep conversations, folks. If you haven't felt it already, um, she's in this thing, and so uh, she's being real because what I've been told is all the experience it doesn't matter if you're not willing to share. Right? Absolutely. Right. So I want to thank you. I'm so proud of you. Uh, rock chalk, Jayhawk, wave the wheat, and all that other stuff. <laughs> rock chalk. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Lamont, so much. Okay, Lamont, that is uh, that is one person and uh, who's on their game. And quite honestly, to that point, doesn't matter the sex, male, female. It's just a person who, who knows what's going on and uh, really gave some good advice. I think it's interesting, you know, to the listeners out there. I'm curious what you think. I mean. We're talking about football right now, sports, but this is really talking about life. And, and as a leader or somebody who cares for others, who's meant to look out for others, what you do to help bring them along. And there's just a lot of great talking points there. Well, you know, Kendall, it, it, uh, and again, like your son being in the strength and conditioning world, you haven't played 15 years, been part of your life and your son's life. Now he's seeing it, right? Um, yeah. You know, these guys, he spoke of a contract. Well, you know, that's a four-year contract. 
and all of them not going to play national football league. So this is about learning while exactly. you're at the University of Kansas, right? Um, uh, how you can live your life because and she had another point. Like you'll be paying people to give you information. You're getting it free yeah. now, right? But I will tell you this. Um, uh, I, I think that her knocking down some walls, I think for, for our listeners, I think that especially there in, 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 that, in that Kansas area, uh, so rich with football, is that, you know, now you see, you'll see some successes. And now you see why it's important to have that person in place. Okay, yeah. there's a lot going on. And in the NFL, you have 63 guys. She's got 100. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And they're, they're, not as, they're not as mature either. I mean, plenty of them are yeah, go so, the other way. But I mean, they're 18 to 23 as opposed to 22 to, to 35. And I think it's time for um, and, and, and we're making the, the National Football League is, is, is making uh, great strides uh, in, 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 in involving women, taking down the, the veil and, and the wall and, and let's let it be about talent. And when you yeah. do that, this is what you get. You know, you get Ashley Goodmans of the world who are very talented, who have something real to give under pressure. Yeah, yeah and I think uh, her last point, Lamont, was something we can all learn for, which was basically take the blinders off. Don't just look straight ahead the whole time. Get the peripheral vision out there and see what else is going on because you never know uh, what you think today is going to be the rest of your life. Tomorrow, uh, a whole new opportunity may present itself, and and it's important to be looking and be aware of it. Yep, and that being an active listener, Kendall, you know, those opportunities yeah. come. Can you be an active listener? And so um, it, was, I, it was a great show. Um, I love we can just talk ball, but we can talk like player development. Yeah. I mean, this is just it's, it's just so much. It's our show. We'll do whatever we damn well please, right? That's right. Exactly right. <laughs> Folks, you understand this is Kendall Gammon at 15 years in National Football League. He can do what he wants, when he wants to do it, and I just get along, get to go along for the ride. That's it. That that is not. We are both riding on each other and uh, playing up each other's strengths and helping with the weaknesses. And quite honestly, that's what life's about. Well, Kendall, I hope that our listeners enjoyed it today, um, um, uh, and hopefully, we can continue to have a great guests. Um, your feedback is always welcome. And again, Kendall, uh, as always, I have fun with you. And thank you for supporting me all them years, for sure. Well, you're being kind. It is obviously the other way around, but ditto to you on all that. And again, that is Lamont Winston, the OG of player development in the NFL. If you want to get a hold of him on Twitter, at Lamont Winston, that's L-A-M-O-N-T-E Winston. And I'm at Kendall Gammon. This has been Beyond the Game. Thanks. Can't wait to see you next week. See you next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.